The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Hey, it's Mooney from the Mooniverse, and welcome to the Step Into Your Spiritual Spotlight podcast. I've taken the very best of what I've learned over the last decade of working in the spiritual industry, and now I'm bringing all the teachings, all the tools, all the resources, and all the stories to you in this podcast, where every week you'll meet a new spiritual entrepreneur who's out there doing what they love. They could be just starting out or finding big success, but I want you to connect to the stories and feel connected to the journey. I'll see you in the podcast. All right. Hey, Camille, welcome to this Step Into Your Spiritual Spotlight podcast. I just want you and everybody listening or watching to know that you are the first, 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 very first interview of the podcast, and you're going to be episode one. So thank you for being here with me at this like important juncture. So I just wanted to give you a little kudos for that uh, because I was wondering who it was going to be, and I'm very happy that it was you. <laughs> thank you, and thank you so much for opening this up. Um, to a bunch of us. And I appreciate being the first one. <laughs> All right. So the purpose of this podcast, and, and I'll say this, I think every episode is to highlight the journey. I think a lot of us in, you know, when you step into this kind of idea of I'm going to do this thing that I can do this yeah. gift that I have. And then there's all this like external pressure. It's almost like like Facebook and and the, the internet knows that you're trying to do this. And it's like slinging every internet marketing person at you, like build a six-figure business, have a seven-figure launch, blah, 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 blah. And it's so overwhelming. I've been off of social media for almost a year because I needed a break from it, right? And then the minute I got back on, it was like this just like tsunami of stuff that was heading my way from every single internet marketer that ever existed. And so the purpose of this podcast is to be like the antidote to that. It's like, we're not really going to talk about that thing. We're going to talk about the journey and the personal discoveries and the things that you've learned and the things that you've struggled with and the things that that you could maybe highlight for other people who are on a similar path that you're on. So we're taking like a big deep breath in and then we're exhaling all of that like crazy marketing energy. And it's not a dig on marketing, but we just need a break from it um, to just talk about like the human experience that we're having as we explore this spiritual thing. So that's that's really the point. So I guess my first question for you is like how how are you doing right now in this moment on this journey? Like what is what's right in front of you? How am I doing right now on the journey? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um I'm having a blast and you're right. There's so many things that are coming at you from so many different directions and everybody wants to sell you their product or, you know, do this, do that. Um, and I kind of bought into a whole bunch of it 
And, and then now I'm going, you know what, isn't serving spirit about having fun and enjoying yourself and fulfilling your own, your heart's desire and your joy. Like we're supposed to be finding joy, not stressing out about everything. So, um, yeah, I found you and (laughs) the rest is history. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm right there with you. I think that I had lost my joy in it. I think especially during this last couple of years of the pandemic where there was like a captive audience and everybody was really just trying to figure out like, what do I want to do? And it became kind of like normal for us to put ourselves or maybe me, I'll just share my experience. I won't speak for everybody else. I just fell into working into 18 to 20 hour days because there was nothing else to do. It's so easy. It was so easy to do that. And there was, and I didn't want to focus on like all the pain and all the loss and all the, everything that was happening externally. It was like too much for me. Because I think sense spiritually sensitive, probably empathic, you know what I mean? Like all those things. I know, you know, it's like it, it was, it was too much. And so I could really only focus on like this part of it. And by focusing on this part of it, I felt like, okay, if I can create these programs or if I can create these opportunities through the teachers that I was working with at the time, then it'll bring a little bit more joy and connection and happiness and whatever to the out there, you know, to everybody that's out there stuck at home. But then I think somewhere in the middle of all of that, I lost my joy, like same thing, right? So I was like, wait, why am I doing this again? Like, am I supposed to be like, is it supposed to be that I have to put myself out of joy in order to find success? And I was like, the math on this just doesn't add up anymore. Exactly. Um, one One of the best things that happened to me during the pandemic was um, I was working in hospice and I lost my job. Um, and because of the vaccine, I had an allergic reaction and there were no exceptions. Mm-hmm. So even though I legit had a medical, um, so there's a lot of anger that goes with that. something that's unjust that happens. Yeah. But then all of a sudden I was like, oh my gosh, I was given this golden opportunity to really focus on what I do and making it better. And, oh my gosh, out of all this dirt and muck and stuff, you know, you just, you're down in the mud and you're growing and you're getting your little roots and everything. (laughs) And then then one day, and it just felt like, okay, it's time. I'm here. I can, you know, the years that I've been studying, I mean, I started, well, first of all, I've always been connected with angels and spirit and, um, but within the last seven to 10 years is when I really started going, okay, the kids are, the kids are raised. I can actually take time for myself. I can do my thing. Um, listen to Hay House Radio. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> found out that you were there. When I was <laughs> um, and then all of a sudden I'm going, oh my God, I can do this thing. So after, you know, finding people that you can trust and you can kind of come out of the closet, like, Hey, I'm a medium. Did you know that? That's kind of cool. Um, now we have the pandemic. I lose my job and now I'm at home and going, Oh my gosh, I have all this time off and I can, I can do all this wonderful stuff. And, 
you know, here comes the website and here goes the Instagram and here goes the Facebook and write a book. And <laughs> But then, you know, after a while, like if you're really laser focused, you still end up with, I'm tired now. Yeah. And I'm kind of burned out. And I got, I got tired and, and uh, yeah, then I found you. So. <laughs> well, and that's, uh, that's, to me, that's like the pattern, right? I think there's only so much you can sustain on your own. And that, you know, I always teach this in like at the beginning of everything I do is this whole kind of concept of figuring out what this declaration or this incantation is around your business and who you are and what you do. And it was, it was funny because mine has changed significantly as the, the audience has grown to really become simplified. I think I posted about this on the, in the group, uh, is that I just, at the core, at the base of everything, I want anybody who has a desire or a wish to do this kind of work or explore this for themselves to never feel alone in the process of doing right. it because it's unsustainable. Right. It's un- completely unsustainable to be completely, you know, all, all by yourself and think like, well, I'm just going to single-handedly roll up my sleeves and I'm going to, you know, bootstrap this and it's going to be totally fine and everything is going to work. Can you do it that way? Yeah, you totally can. Is it an enjoyable experience? No. No, it's not. And again, we go back to why are we doing this? I mean, if this is, these are spiritual businesses, we're here to help people heal. And I mean, we're from the world and uh, you can't heal people if you're totally doing it all yourself and you're exhausted. And, and there are times that I want to say, time out, you know, you know what guys, like, man, you guys all have your stuff together. And I start to feel like, oh, I really got to catch up. I got to do more. I got to yeah, do Yeah, there's like that, that constant comparison, right? Like that's the thing. It's like, we're always thinking yeah. somebody out there is better than us or more experienced or has has it together or their social media is more dialed in. And, you know, I think I'm, <laughs> I'm uniquely positioned to inform you that no matter who it is, no matter how big of a name they are, no matter how many New York Times bestselling books that they've written, no matter how many whatevers that they have. Uh, and this isn't like, a, I don't want to like, it's not a dig. I'm just like pulling the curtain back. Yep. Everybody's business to a certain degree is held together with duct tape and chicken wire. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like there's, <laughs> there's this kind of like, this feeling, and I'm not even talking about in the spiritual industry. I mean, any website, any company, a lot, like the ma- vast majority of them, if you were to go talk to the people in the IT department, they would be like, we're literally holding two cables together to keep <laughs> going because it's just like the internet. Okay, but plug I, it now. <laughs> yeah, right. Ugh. But, but you know, I think that it's comforting. And, and I guess that's it. It's like not a dig. It's just comforting to know that on every level in every industry and specifically in the spiritual industry, that this is like a thing that's happening. Yes. Where, the, where if you have a really polished exterior, everybody just fills in the blanks and thinks, oh, they must have like a team of thousands of people working on their website. And really, it's just like one super stressed out person, you know, that's like back there trying to make it all work. And I know because I've been that person, yeah. I've met those people and they're just like, oh my God, and not another one. And we have to change these dates and we got to do this. And it just, it becomes this, this thing. And so you, you it is, it is this arena. And I think that's the part that everybody forgets. And I think you're, you're clued into it now is that the spiritual industry is an industry. And so it's not that 
uh, and I've made this joke before, but it's not like you're entering like the halls of Valhalla and the pantheon of spiritual. I mean, I am. I don't know about you. (laughs) But when you think about it, when you're entering the spiritual industry, they're just human beings. All of the people that are in there, all those teachers are, are human beings that just happen to have like this gift that somehow like rapidly expanded and is out there helping people. And they've, they've figured it out as they went. I don't think anyone ever had a good plan. I don't think they ever like knew exactly what was going to happen. There was no way for them to tell, you know, like it was just, it was, I think if you were to really get down to it with a lot of the teachers out there and you'd ask them like, what is it that made this work for you? And most of the time they would tell you right place, right time. I'm super lucky. I'm super blessed is like the four things I've heard the most because it's so hard for them to like reverse engineer how exactly this happened. So there's, I say all of this because as someone who's starting out and I I don't think you're starting, but you're like, you're redefining who you are so that you can kind of do this thing is that it's gotta be comforting or tell me if it is to know that everybody who's made it in this industry, it was like a series of happy accidents that they could never have controlled. A hundred percent. And one of the things that I go back to when I'm feeling challenged or, or, oh, I really can't do this. Or I, I don't measure up. And is this actually who I am? And imposter syndrome sets in. And when that, when that garbage starts to come in, you just have to trust. And I will have serious heart to hearts with all the angels and the fairies and the my Marines who've gone on before me, you know, like, yeah. and I go, okay, <laughs> I don't know what you guys have planned right now, but uh, let's do it. And, and just to, I mean, that's what I do. It, it, I start to get like, I can't, I can't do this. I can't, I can't do this by myself. I can't do this. I need a team. And then I remember, oh yeah, we have teams. Yeah. We do. We have teams all around us and, and we have um, support groups and people like you and, you know, all our group and it's so much fun. And then, you know, so you have to be around them and you have to fill your teapot first. Yeah. And oh, I love refill that. It and refill <laughs> it. <laughs> Go do a reading and then come back and fill your teapot again, you know? Yes. And, yeah. Um, yeah, we can get so caught up in, oh my God, look what she's doing on Instagram. And oh my God, he's got this Facebook page that looks awesome and mine looks. And I think that we just have to trust. We have to trust in the spirit. We have to trust our angels, our fairies, whoever we're trusting, (laughs) our loved ones before us. Um, And it, golly, it works out all the time. (laughs) I love that. Yeah, I, I am struggling to remember who said it, but I'm just going to say it. And then someone I'm sure will comment on on where this came from. But it's like this this idea that uh, let's pretend that it's we're running a race, right? I don't think that's what it is, but let's just pretend for the sake of this part of the conversation that, you know, when you're doing this, this long distance or you're doing these like th- these paced races or you're doing a sprint or anything like that, your focus has to be like laser forward, right? Like you cannot take your eye off the prize once because where your focus goes, your energy flows, it's where you're going to move. And so if you were to even look to the side of you to see somebody else's, you know, progress on Instagram, oh, yeah. or to look to the other side of you to see like, oh, that person's website's better than mine. It completely pulls your focus away from the right. reason why you're doing what you do. And I think you nailed it, is that in these moments of uncertainty, and anyone who's listening or watching this, it, we've all been there. We've all had that dark night of like, is this real? 
can I even do this? Is this allowed? Um, is this normal? What are people going to think? You know, how is this going to affect the rest of my life? What if my family doesn't agree with it? This, that, or like any thought that you all have. those things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Same. Right. So, you know, you go through that whole kind of thing and you come out on the other side of it and you're like, well, how do I find something solid to hold on to? And it's exactly what you're talking about. It comes down to this, like, why, which is like, I refer to it as like my North star. And I think a long time ago, I figured out that my North star was, there's a thing that I have been doing successfully for 10 years and helping other people do in a big way. And I would love to help more people be able to do that. But at the core of all of that is you don't have to be alone. So I think that North star for me became really, really clear a couple of years ago and is continuing to be you know, um, reestablish even in my moments of having a freak out, which like I had one last week and I was like, okay, okay. Get back to the why, like get back oh, to the and why. You of said this. that you, you did, you did a video. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm telling you, if it had a hundred views, 98 of those were mine. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, because, and you said, and I wrote it down. I love sticky notes. Weave in your why. Yeah. And and so so you post this video. I'm literally having the same feeling. So this is where we just go, you guys, look, I'm having this ugh, day, you know, there, and I don't, I don't know if I can do this anymore. Well, okay, I've never said that, but like <laughs> no, but that's I, the feeling, right? That's the, if you had to label the feeling sometimes that's underneath all of that other yeah. stuff, that's it sometimes for me. Yeah, it's yeah. overwhelming, you know, and and when you said weave in your why, I was like, okay, well, my why isn't Facebook. My why isn't Instagram. I mean, not that I have, I love those platforms. Don't get me wrong, but that's not your why. You know, my why is helping people heal with dignity and, and facing trauma and loss together with people and, and letting them know I've had all kinds of trauma. We all have, mm. we've all had trauma. Um, you know, and I've had some really cool things happen in my life too. <laughs> really cool things. So, so, you know, when I, at, at this age, when I look back and go, wow, when I was two, I remember this, I remember marching around my living room to the Marines hymn, you know, <laughs> Yes, one of the reasons why I'm in mean, Well, and you already knew. And I think like this is the perfect transition, I think, for, for us to start talking about. First of all, go back and listen to what you just said, because I think that's the most passionate version of how you've explained who you are and what you do that I think I've ever heard from you. So I think you're there. Like you're so like you if you're not there already, you're like so close to it, to figuring out what is that statement that is so full of emotion and magic and energy. Yes and focus and like think that this is going to be what drives me forward. And I don't have to worry about people understanding who I am because I finally understand who I am and I know and what I get to do. It. Right. And I totally get it. That's the goal, right? So the goal is not a six figure launch. The goal is like, I know who I am and I can figure out what to do. And then the rest of it just unfolds. And if it happens, great. But also if you help, you know, thousands of people, great. Also, if you write a book, great. Also, if you teach a course, great. Like it's all great, right? So, you know, that's the that's the the joy of it is like you get to you get to be like, okay, I figured it out. We'll be back with more right after this break. 
tell everybody listening and watching what it is that you do, because I am fascinated by this. And I think it's one of the most unique niches inside of our industry that I've ever heard of. So I'm just going to be quiet now. And I want to let you do your thing. So I have to do my adjective, adjective, noun, that verbs. <laughs> yes. Adjective, adjective, noun, verbus. And just, and, and here's the thing for, again, it's like this adjective, adjective, noun, verb thing. I think in, in the teaching of it, some people think that it's like this, once it's set in stone, you can't ver you can't change it. It is an evolving, it growing, is. living, yes. breathing thing. That's and inside it gets better and better. And it gets better and better. Get, get, seriously. I started oh. off like, I'm a military medium who serves people who serve. But, <laughs> but, you know, thank you. Thank you from the depths of my soul, from the bottom of my heart. Thank you, Mooney, because you said, nope, Neil, that's too big. Because I'm like, I'm a medium. I'm a Reiki master. I can do this. I can do that. I can do remote viewing. I can do forensic stuff. And you're like, dial it down. So... I, for the first time, all right, for the first time this morning, I, I said, and, and, and it came, so you guys, when it comes from your gut, when it comes from here and you say it and it rings so true, that's how you know that you are on to exactly what your mission is. So I am an intuitive military medium who specializes in supporting healing with dignity to all who served and are serving still. And I deliver powerful messages of love and compassion with integrity while facing grief of trauma and loss. And we're doing it together. So what I do is I'm a medium and I have grown up in the military. <laughs> my dad was a Marine. My husband is a Marine, <laughs> still works for the Corps, been with the Corps for 30 some years. So my whole life has been military. So I specialize in serving military members. My whole life has been about service, serving others, helping others. So <laughs> it hit me after meeting you that I go, oh my gosh, I have this lifetime history and studying the Vietnam War, studying um, military history, because I was fascinated by it and living through things, living through my, my father's PTSD and being eight years old and flung across the room because I dared to wake him up from a nap. I mean, you don't understand that as a child, but now, oh my God, I get it. So this is in my blood, it's in my soul. So I have had the honor of sitting with veterans, active duty, um, old guys, young ones, you know, everybody, and being able to express to them what I'm seeing from their buddies and being able to sit with military wives. I'm a military wife. There's really... Not a whole lot of people in this world who understand what we go through, except us. You know, we, we form such bonds that your military wives, we're sisters, you know, and because you're living in these faraway places where you don't have your sisters, your mother, your aunts, your grandmas. So I get it. I totally get it. So what I do is I get to be with people when they're hurting, when they can't figure out what happened when they want answers and and I'm able to bring through people and and it's not creepy and it's not dark I have found a whole new way to serve 
to be able to, to be with veterans and, you know, who have questions. Why wasn't I in that tank that day? Why was he in the tank that day? To be able, even in hospice, my nurses or social workers would come and get me and say, we have a patient who cannot communicate. He's dying. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said, we, you know, his family was in another state, not able to get to him. And so they said, can you come? And I said, sure. So I walk in the room and, you know, he's sleeping and he, he can't communicate physically anymore. And immediately I go, what music do we have for him? And I said, we need anchors away. We need, he needs patriotic music. And I go, is he a veteran? Because this is what I'm, I'm seeing all this stuff. And they said, yeah, he's a veteran. And I said, anchors away, play it right now. And, and I said, but all of the hymns and, and, you know, America, the beautiful and everything, this is what he needs. And I told him, I said, you need to call him by his first name, not Mr. So-and-so, because that's not personal. And we need to be personal and help him pass. So my, the girl that was with me, she said, well, I think he's army. And I go, no, he's Navy. I said, go ahead, check his record. And she goes, yeah, you're right. And I go, I know. (laughs) Thank you so much for sharing all of that, because I think that there are a lot of people out there that could be supported by the work that you're doing. So I want to just acknowledge that because again, there's not a lot of people who get it. I think it would be very difficult, not impossible, but difficult for someone who doesn't understand the culture to be able to go in there and try to bring that kind of healing. And I think the the thing that de- defines it for me is the way you use the word dignity, because that's so important. I have a military family too. And like, I understand that that dignity part of it is so important. Dignity, honor, those words mean yes. something different, I think, in that context. Yeah. And you get it. Uh, so how, who do you, um, who do you work with and how do you work with them and how do they find you? This is the part where I want everyone listening who knows somebody who's in the military, who's struggling, who knows a, someone who's related to somebody in the military, to know somebody who has been impacted by military things throughout their lives, which again, this is like generational trauma in some cases, yeah. Yeah. like who is it that is, is, you know, the person or the people or the type of things that you work with and how do they find you and get in touch with you? So I can work with everybody, but my laser focus, my specialty is working with, with military, military families. I mean, even, um, look, this woman who, (laughs) who had a POW MIA bracelet that I was able to, I actually gave her the date he died. He literally gave me the date he died and she looked it up and I Googled it and I said, oh my God. So anybody who's who's gone through these things, even as a child, you know, my dad was in Vietnam and came home with, with issues. Like I said, I was, you know, went to wake him up from a nap. Hey daddy. You know, so, so there's healing that's trauma. And, you know, as a little, as a little child, um, trying to understand where, where did my dad come from? What was, you know, what was going on? I love it. I live for it. It's, it's in my blood. It's my passion. And, and the biggest thing is being able to address these things with the utmost dignity. So where do people find you? How can they get in touch with you? How can they get a reading from you? How does that all come together? Militarymedium.net. Militarymedium.net. And this is going to get them in touch with you on your website, and then they could book yes. a reading or an experience. How does that work? Yes. They go on there and what do they do? Um, so I have a page that's just for this is the things that I'm interested in. You can also find me on Instagram uh, at Semperfy Medium. 
I also have a phone number. <laughs> so what is that phone number? 317-572-7111. Awesome. And so people what leave a message there and then you'll get back in touch with them? Yeah. And or or it can text. So yes. And okay. I will ha- I'm happy to get back to you. Any final thoughts or words? Anybody who's listening who's like on the fence of like Oh, you know, it's not me. I'm not in the military. It's my family member. It's not me. I didn't go through the trauma. It's my friend or my colleague. You know, what would you say to somebody who's on the fence about reaching out? What you waiting on? (laughs) (laughs) There's no judgment. I mean, it's me, you know? (laughs) I agree with you. So anybody out there who's listening, this is your opportunity to like step into this. And, And like I said, what's beautiful about this is if you are military or military adjacent or related to military, this is definitely a choice for you to explore. If you're not, and you just like Camille's energy, which I think a lot of people do, you're also allowed to call, you know? So I think that's something that's important that we have to remember too. Camille, thank you so, so much for being on the podcast and being our very, very first guest and very first person to kind of step into their spotlight in a big way. And I cannot wait to see what happens for you and all the things that are going to happen as as a result of this kind of self-knowing and having that certainty around it. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, no, thank you because you steered this ship. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate you so much. Thanks for listening to the Step Into Your Spiritual Spotlight podcast with me, the Mooniverse, and another spiritual entrepreneur that's making a big difference in the world. To find out more, visit www.themooniverse.com. That's T-H-E-M-U-N-I-V-E-R-S-E.com. We spend a third of our lives sleeping and dreaming, yet most of us have no idea what goes on during that time. I'm Kelly Sullivan Walden, and as a dream expert and best-selling author, I'm here to empower you to mine the gold from your nighttime dreams. Join me on The Kelly Sullivan Walden Show, part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network, available wherever you get your podcasts. Until we meet again, Don't take your dreams lying down.